Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hey guys, I'm in such a good mood today. So I got off a coaching call. I am feeling the impact of the work that I'm doing with my clients. Like everybody's getting results. Everybody's having breakthroughs. Everybody's making money and it just feels really good. And it feels like all of this work that I put into this business is worth it. And when you're a coach, you have to like be willing to do all of the work on yourself, which of course it's fun and easy to just help other people with their lives, but doing the work on your own life is a whole nother ball game. So I will say this is one of the hardest businesses ever to have. And it's also just so rewarding when you get to the other side and when you do all the hard work. I've been going through it for a couple of years and I feel like just in a different space right now. And I feel like everybody around me is benefiting from all the hard work that I've done on myself and all the patterns and things that I found in myself. So definitely feeling great today. And today I'm going to be talking about something that we talk about a lot in coaching, which is processing emotions. This is actually at the root of a lot of problems in business. Okay. A lot of things that people do or don't do in their businesses come from not being willing to feel emotions or trying to avoid a possible feeling of an emotion. And a lot of us do this without being aware of it, okay? It's a very primal thing that we want to avoid feeling bad. We want to stay comfortable. And so we will do this at all costs. We will protect our feelings and we will even cause more bad feelings by trying to protect <laughs> ourselves from feeling discomfort in the first place. Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School said the worst thing that could happen is a feeling. And if you think about it in any worst case scenario in your life or in your business, it's true. The absolute worst thing that could happen is that you experience a feeling. And a feeling is a vibration inside of your body. So at the worst, no matter what you do, no matter what happens to you, that is what you're looking at. That is what we're dealing with today. Now let's get into how people do this, okay? So one example is that a lot of us know in our souls that we're meant to be entrepreneurs. And so we're protecting at all costs like this feeling of that we really want to be a successful business person. And we want to do it no matter what. We want that to be an option for our future no matter what. And so what I see a lot of people do is stall themselves in their business because they're scared that they're going to make a decision that causes them to quit. They're going to take an action that doesn't go the way that they wanted and then they're going to quit. So instead, they don't take the action. They don't get any results in their business, but at least they haven't told themselves that they're going to quit and felt like a failure and decided to give up on their huge, juicy dream. I see this happening in my coaching consults all the time. So people who want to work with me who have really, really, really wanted to coach, really wanted a mentor, somebody to help them in their business, end up being afraid because 
if they were to take the risk and spend the money on themselves, it's never about the money. It's about what could happen if the absolute worst case scenario happened, which is that they didn't show up, didn't get what they wanted, didn't make the money that they wanted, and then they would tell themselves a story and then they would feel a feeling. (laughs) So if you look at the story, it's usually something like, this is my last resort and this I'm a I'm bad at making decisions and if I can't make it work through coaching then I'm just not good enough and it comes down to a root belief of like maybe I'm just not enough maybe I'm just never going to make it and that is what makes people want to give up and so people hold on to their business for dear life and don't get the help they want because of avoiding that end feeling and as you can see in that example it's always caused by our own thoughts and our own story that we get to choose to tell ourselves It's kind of like when you feel like you've tried every single way to lose weight and you don't want to try the very last way because then it just means that your body is stuck and you're never going to be able to lose the weight and there's no sense of possibility anymore, right? That's like the situations that we put ourselves in in our business and we make it very do or die. And here's the truth. All of us are always avoiding feelings. That's just who we are as humans. But what we can do to make it a little bit better is start to investigate what what we're avoiding, why we're avoiding it, and if we're actually just avoiding things that we really, really, truly, deeply want, and if it's something that we would be willing to maybe feel discomfort in order to get. Now, pricing problems are really similar to this. I know a lot of photographers that really want to raise their prices but are scared to do it. And it's also because of that ultimatum that they set for themselves where it's like if they go to the business that they really, really want and it doesn't work out, they're going to tell themselves this whole story and then they're going to feel like quitting and then they're just never going to have what they wanted. So they keep it at a distance and just keep hustling at the lower price that they don't really want to be charging people. Okay. Another reason why people don't raise their prices is because they don't want to feel guilty They don't want to have to turn people down and feel bad about it. They don't want to have to question themselves, question if they're worth it, question if they're a bad person for charging too much money. So instead, they don't charge what they really want and need to charge in their business, and they keep their prices low. The irony in here is that they actually cause themselves other feelings by doing that. If you're charging less than you know that you should be making – and less than what your goal is to work every month. Like for example, if you have to work twice as hard every month because you're not making enough money, you're going to feel burnout. You're going to feel resentful and you're going to feel all of these other emotions by trying to avoid the emotions of guilt and shame. You might quite literally experience a feeling when you're on a sales call that is like debilitating to your nervous system. That happens to me still. (laughs) And it happened to me all throughout my businesses, like all the time, just got nervous being on sales calls. And you might not want to feel that. And so you might avoid being on the phone with people. You might send them an email when you know that being on the phone would actually probably serve them better and sell them better. You might just type out an email instead. Or if you do get on the phone with them, you might say, you know, I'm going to email you my prices. And if they work, you know, like take a look at it and then let me know if you want to go ahead and book, right? So you don't have to feel that discomfort of telling somebody something directly. This is another thing that a lot of people do is like avoid the feeling of 
the discomfort after you tell them your high price or in your head, it might feel really high to say it, right? And so instead of saying it, you offer them like a discount or you say that you're running a promotion. (laughs) I know a lot of people that do that too. And it's all just avoiding that really terrible feeling that might come up for you if you have to say the scary thing. The discomfort of feelings also shows up in perfectionism. If you are a perfectionist, this is essentially what you're doing. So a lot of us are scared to put ourselves out there and then get crickets. And if we get crickets, then we're just going to feel really bad and we're going to feel like a failure and we're going to maybe tell ourselves that we did something wrong and beat ourselves up and that feels terrible. And if we put ourselves out there with a typo and we write a whole post and it like makes somebody mad or it makes somebody respond to us with hate, we're going to feel really bad about ourselves. We might feel shame. And so when if you are in the perfectionism state, you are going to be trying to avoid those feelings by spending 10 times the amount of time you need on things and maybe not even releasing them, not even putting yourself out there not even posting your work, and you're going to be putting way too much effort in and not getting enough results out. And when you do put yourself out there, it's still going to feel bad (laughs) because people still are going to not respond to you sometimes and they're still not going to like your stuff sometimes. So perfectionism is almost like a a delayed feeling avoidance, right? You're just like pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And In the end, you always end up putting yourself out there. If you do, if you do put yourself out there, then you end up always feeling those emotions anyways. And avoiding feelings is really easy to see in boundary situations as well. We've talked about boundaries on previous podcasts, but that's also avoiding a feeling. So if you're scared to have a confrontation with somebody and scared to feel that you might be wrong or you might be you know, being too confrontational or too strict with your boundaries and that people might not like you, (laughs) you're going to be scared of all those feelings. And then you're going to tell people yes for things that you don't really want to do. And then you're going to end up actually causing more bad feelings for yourself, but just not the same ones that you would have felt if you would have said no. (laughs) I used to do this all the time. I used to be a people pleaser and I used to say yes to everybody and respond to everybody and try to be what everybody else wanted from me. And I have to tell you, it was just so freeing to be like, you know what? People are allowed to have their feelings towards me and that might make me uncomfortable, but I'm going to keep honoring what I truly want in my business and in my personal relationships. And lastly, I want to point out that we avoid feelings by numbing them down. So when we don't want to feel bad, we might get on our phone for a day or some people might dive into a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) And the ultimate problem with that is that it just causes the feeling to get worse. We indulge in things that actually just make us feel more intensely bad. And it puts off the feeling for a little while, but it always comes back around harder and more intense than it was before. So here's the deal. All those beautiful things that you want in your business are going to come along with negative feelings. And we've been sold a story that negative feelings mean that you're like on the wrong track or something. And so I think people get it mixed up a little bit. And so I want to clarify that if you are experiencing insane discomfort and you are experiencing your guilt and your shame 
and just all of the things that come up for you when you're charging money for your art. It comes up for all of us. If you're experiencing that, that's totally normal. And instead of thinking of it as a stop sign and a runaway sign, (laughs) think of it as like this is your growth. And if you lean into it and if you're willing to feel it, you can kind of explore it in there. You can kind of figure out what things do make you feel guilty and shameful and like giving up and like a failure. And coaching helps you to examine all of those thoughts because most of them probably aren't even true. (laughs) Like if you feel guilty for charging people money, you can definitely do the work to not feel guilty around it anymore. But just being willing to process through that emotion and to allow that emotion to be there because it might still be there for you for a very long time is the solution to how you open yourself up to more clients and more money and higher sales. And I want to tell you, as somebody who has had multiple high four-figure and five-figure sales, that those felt very exciting and amazing, and they also felt completely terrible and like I was going to be found out and die and be like taken all of my money away, (laughs) okay? They felt so bad because it, it pushed my limits. It made me question my value. It made me really have to console myself and have to be okay with like all of these intrusive thoughts popping up that like people are going to want a refund and then they're going to write a bad Google review about you and then they're going to say that it wasn't what they really wanted. Okay. And that's just our own brain's limitations popping up for us at different levels. But in order to get those amazing feelings of knowing that you've created insane months and insane sales in your business, you do have to be willing to go through those feelings and to lean into them and to be okay with them, or you are going to be avoiding them. And that might be why you're not making them. And lastly, I want to just point out that sometimes things do feel wrong in your gut. And so here's how I like to help my clients whenever they're like, not sure if they should say yes to something or do something or whatever. Okay. Do you want to do it? That's the best question you can ask yourself. I ask myself this for everything. Like if someone's like, hey, can I, you want to have a coffee chat? And I'm like, do I want to? And in some ways you have to be able to tell the difference between like the nervous, (laughs) sometimes things are going to feel like gut reactions and So I want to tell you a little bit about how I help my clients to differentiate between like what's a bad feeling and what's just me avoiding a feeling. And number one, ask yourself, do you want to do this? So if somebody's like, you know, do you want to do this specific type of shoot and travel here and do all these things? And if for you it's like a yes, but I'm nervous, or it could be like a no, I just don't want to do it but I'm nervous to say no, (laughs) right? They're two very different things. So getting your initial gut reaction, I do this with everything, with like if people ask me for play dates or to go to coffee or for any of my time or anything to where I could say yes and people please, I always check in with myself and make sure that I actually want to do it because I believe that relationships should be like equally beneficial to both people, (laughs) right? So this is just, Uh, an easy question you can ask yourself and get your gut reaction. And then if you're still not sure, there might be times where you're like, no, I really don't want to go to a networking event. 
but I actually do (laughs) want to put myself out there. And even though my body is like really, really, really against the idea of going out and being around people, I am willing to go and feel those negative feelings because of the bigger picture of putting myself out there. So it's like differentiating between those things, the things that are holding you back and the things that you actually really don't want to do. And they just give you like a gut no. Okay. And if it's still not clear, you can also ask yourself, like, what are my reasons why? Why do I want to do this? And you might find that your reason is because I don't want to tell this person no. And you might find that your reason is because you think it's going to be really fun. Those are two very different reasons. And you can also ask yourself, what are your reasons for not wanting to do it? And do you like your reasons enough to go with that answer? So those are a lot of the things that I ask my clients and myself. It works really, really well. And at the very least, you can find out a little bit more about why you're making the decisions that you're making in your business. And I will point out too that when you're at the beginning of your business, a lot of the time it's going to be putting yourself out there and it's going to be things you might not want to do things. You might not want to like be everywhere and go meet everybody, but being willing to feel uncomfortable and put yourself out there and be the beginner sometimes is like the thing that you need to lean into. And then as you have put your time in and you've really found your way around a little bit in business, it's time to start saying no to things and to start honoring what you really, really want to do and who you really want to work with. So also take that into consideration as like the point that you're in in your business. Do you need to lean into being more vulnerable and more out there? Or do you need to lean into having stronger boundaries and saying no more? Okay. And lastly, if you're waiting to feel good to take action, just know that time might never come. (laughs) Okay. So tend to your nervous system. Allow it to have its feelings. Allow yourself to process it without having to take any drugs or food or alcohol and really give yourself the time and space because this is hard and business is business feels terrible. <laughs> so your body might need a couple days to recuperate after doing hard things and feeling hard things. But the point is that you can do it and lean into that. Okay. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to do this work for yourself and your business, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. We will spend six months turning you into the person who knows how to create whatever results you want in your life and business. You can sign up for your free consultation at the link in the show notes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, you will love our free Facebook community called Money Freedom for Photographers. You can find it by searching for the group on Facebook or also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.